Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Can we start it like, are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay. Can we start it like um, just casual? Like, mmm, this wine tastes really good. <laughs> Super casual. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bread and Wine. This is a candid conversation between a husband and a wife about all things marriage, kids, and money while we have a glass of wine sometimes, but today we're having high Salsa. noon again. Seltzer? No, this is like vodka and seltzer. soda. Yeah. What's seltzer? What is seltzer? Mm-hmm. Sounds like a 1920s word. Um, Have some seltzer. Yeah, it's carbonated. It's a carbonated It's just carbonated beverage. water? Yeah. Is that what so they used to have is. on the tables at like diners? Um, Here's some seltzer. Yeah, like when they put Alka-Seltzer in their water <laughs> and then it would just like fizz it up. <laughs> I don't even know what seltzer is. Uh-huh. Seltzer water. I think Isn't it's it just, just club soda? Carbonation. I don't know. If anybody could help us out with that, that'd be great. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking about today, baby? Um, so I'm actually going to pong it back to you because you had lunch with a friend today and then you texted me that we need to talk about this topic. Yeah. I had a couple beers at lunch today because I'm, that's what I do on Fridays, evidently. During yeah, my work day. Starting today. Starting today. Because it's almost summer, people. I mean, let's all just say Friday afternoon in the summertime. Why are we working? Ugh. Don't that do sounds it. lovely. It does. I think it's life goals. I don't think everybody's there yet. I'm not there. Well, how about in the summertime? I know some I mean, businesses sure, will just to. close down on Fridays and just say, in the summertime, that is. Not like all year round, but. Yeah. They call it summer Fridays. Yeah. I mean, in this era of the great resignation. I declare, let's all move towards no work on Fridays. Or become our own bosses like you and then just make our own hours. Yeah. I mean, there's positives and negatives to being your own boss, but that's enough for, <laughs> that's a, it's for another show. So what's our topic today? What, what were you guys talking about <laughs> that you then texted me and said, we need to talk about why we got married? <laughs> Did it sound harsh? No, I'm kind of just... No, honestly, fun. so I get together, I've got together with my friend and... I haven't seen him in a couple months, honestly, and it was really good to get together with him. It's like, I don't know if you guys have ever gotten together with a friend that you haven't seen in a long time, and you're like, it's like you just got right back on the bike, and you know, you remember how to how to ride, because you just, it's been a while, and you just haven't seen each other, and it just feels really good to have a good conversation. That's how it felt today. It was really great to see my friend, and um, sometimes we just start to riff on things, and we talk for a really long time, and we're like, whoa, two and a half hour lunch, what? Um, and then you're like, wow, I feel like we just dissected a topic that, and I, at the end of it, I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun with Nicole. We were talking about relationships and religion and politics, pretty much every well, major everything thing. everything you're not supposed to talk about. Everything you're not supposed to talk about, especially on a podcast. Um <laughs> Uh, but it got me thinking about this idealized version of why you get married, right? You know, when you're uh-huh. like, oh, 
I saw her at the top of the stairs and I knew she was the one. And that's come out of my mouth, you know, and um, but I mean, I don't know if I've watched a lot of movies or I've seen (laughs) how my parents talk or my parents tell stories or how my friends tell stories. But I feel like it's incumbent on us to carry on that romantic ideal of why people get married. Um, And I think that there's a balance between, you know, you and I both like to do this with me, do the shows, right? We have these opposite sides, right? There's the romanticized view of, well, we got married because I was madly in love with her and we've always been meant for each other, mm-hmm. right? And then there's the, let's think about the complete opposite side because we like to do that on this show is, well, we got married because it was practical and um, she fulfilled a a need in my life or mm-hmm. or she was rich and I needed money or whatever you know like there's the practical reason and then there's the romanticized reason yeah and I like always I think it's somewhere plastered in the middle but I thought I'd ask you uh <laughs> that question tell me your romanticized reason of why you wanted to marry me um, well, I will say this, num- the number one reason was, um, I was ready. Yes. <laughs> I mean, honestly, in So that's a practical, my, that's a practical answer. But I guess, whatever, yeah, just tell me the real answer. Forget, forget um, the romanticized or the practical. Just tell me your, tell me your real answer. Why, why did you want to get married to me? To you or in just in general? Oh, that, that's even better. That's <laughs> even better. Like, okay. <laughs> why did you want to get married at that time in your uh, life? I feel like I wanted to get married since I was like 18 or 19 Yeah, because I do see it in movies. And like you see like this person that has only has eyes for this one other person and they can do no wrong. It's like, you know, I mean, I think about like, she's all that. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Where the girl is literally pushing the boy away and he just falls so madly in love with her that, you know, she could do no wrong and you know i guess in the beginning it's you know for the wrong reasons he's it's a bet with his friends but then then it's like you know he chases after her and she's the most beautiful girl in the room and you know like i don't know it's just like this idea that like someone would chase after you and be so in love with you that you are the only one that can fulfill them yeah i like that so i definitely think that you know, especially in my 18 year old brain, that became an obsession. It was like, I want somebody to feel that way about me. I can remember, this is so embarrassing, but I don't care. I'm going to say it anyway, because I'm wondering again. (laughs) Um, I can remember like walking through nightclubs and bars when I was younger and like imagining myself, like, like trying to make eye contact with people and like imagining that they would be like, wow, she's the one like from across the room Mm -hmm. and just thinking like imagining myself basically in a blockbuster movie, which is so unrealistic Sure, because it just doesn't happen that way. And even Mm -hmm. if it does, it doesn't, that doesn't last. Sure. So, I mean, I'll say that there were so many, um, moments and reasons that made me fall in love with you and that made it make sense for you and I to be together. Um, and I'm happy that I married you and we have a great life and we've, you know, built something wonderful, but 
am I going to sit here and say that it was meant to be in the cosmos? Right. I don't I don't think that I don't I think either. that there's 10 million other scenarios no. of both of our lives yeah. that could play out and we could have married somebody else and mm-hmm. it probably would have been okay and it, there would have been a different set of pros and cons. So you are of the mindset which I agree with before I asked asked the question that were we meant to be together? I don't think that exists. I agree. <laughs> is that okay? Is that okay to say? Can we say that? Oh, did you used to think that that existed? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Before, like, okay. I think let's... I like to think it. Yeah. I don't know. There's lots of things in my life that I would like to believe. I mean, this, this that has some roots happens on for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. That, and, yeah. Um, you know, the, 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 the child that dies of cancer, there's a reason for it or whatever. I would love to believe that with all of my heart, but I just can't because there's a practical guy inside me being like, well, if she decided that she didn't like me when I went to go visit her in California, I probably would have gotten married within a year or two with somebody else that, yeah, that would have been an equally good suitor. I don't know. I mean, I'm glad to hear you feel the same way. You're, this is your realist coming out. Yep. And I think you've brought out more of a realist in me over over the years. Oh, I did that to you? Dang it. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I think it sounds I'm, like I've like dulled your dreams. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I think that I think it's always been there, but I've had a lot of people in my life that ha- that have romanticized views of things. Um, and um, I think there's a place for both of them. I think there's a place for the eternal optimist, and I think I think there's a place for, yeah, that's probably just how it happens, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, okay, so when you were 18 to 26 when we met, you were primed and ready to get married. You were just waiting for the right guy. What made me, at that time, at 26, the right guy? Um, you were attractive. You were like not playing games. So, you you know, I mean, honestly, a lot of it is that you liked me back and you pursued me and then I pursued you. And then we just both kept pursuing. Yes. And, um, um, you know, and like we shared the same, a lot of the same values, like you came from a good family and I came from a good family, like a loving. And I, I mean, I can't say that we had like a ton of discussions over like how we would raise our children. Would we be okay with spanking? Would we not? Mm-hmm. Would we teach them not to steal or not? You know, like, like we, we didn't have those conversations, really. but I got yeah. the general feeling that, you know, you weren't going to be someone that I was going to have like a ton of conflict with. Right. Like, I don't know. We got along. Yeah. We didn't have arguments Mm -hmm. like six months of dating and we hadn't really had any like arguments. So I felt like we were like pretty aligned as far as our personalities and values and um, thoughts and feelings. So all of that, all of that, but mostly because I was ready and you were ready yeah. and the timing and 
what we wanted. Isn't that wild? Yeah. For you to commit to somebody for what could be 70 years of your life, 70, yeah. 80 years of More your life. More time than you'll be single. Because you're both decently attractive and you are ready. That is crazy. Which is maybe why there's a lot of divorce 20 years later. Yeah. So what changes then? Uh, people get unattractive and then they're not ready. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Like more responsibility comes yeah. as you get married. Right. And you have kids and you have a job and you have to like pay bills and you have to be like, oh man, this, this stuff is... And you change. You do change. From 20 change to 40. Change is the thing. You're right. Like you, you're not the same person. I am and massively different say, from who I was at 26. Yeah. So, let me ask you this: Like, would you go back, knowing what you know now, and like just tell your 20 year old self and all the other 20 year olds out there, like, marriage? You don't really need it. Ah, uh, I know. I know. I wouldn't do that. Um... I still believe in marriage. I really do. I mean, I don't think it's the end all be all. I think maybe when I was younger, I thought, I thought this is, this is it. And if, and if you're not, then, you know, you're not, you're not living it. And I've come to realize that it's not the end all be all, but I still think there's a really good place for marriage in family life. I mean, it's, it's the grand commitment. Really it is. Um, it's me saying to you, that I'm I'm in this. I am committing to this, no matter what, through the thick and thin. I mean, the the vows say a lot. I mean, I know there there were just words coming out of our mouth that somebody told us to say at the time, um, even though we made up our own, which were good. But I think that it's a big commitment, and I think that's like I'm in. And yeah, people get divorced. It happens. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with divorce. I think, yeah. I think that there's plenty of great reason to get divorced. Um, half of, half, I mean, 40 to 50% of people do. I mean, the divorce rates are going down because less people are getting married. But no, I, I still think there's a great place for marriage. I really do. Yeah, I do. I mean, I do too. I, and I think that there's like, like if I think about... That's my romanticized view. <laughs> that sounds pretty practical, actually. <laughs> but I think um, that people that I can think of that get married later, or that get divorced later in life, like I look back and I'm like, but you wouldn't have had this, all of that, what you have if you hadn't have gotten married. So yeah. in that sense, like the old... Um, adage of like, is it better to have loved and lost or never to have loved at all? I think it's better to have loved and lost. I agree. It makes you know? it, it makes who who you are. It it's makes just you a who phase in life. It's like yeah. okay, well, we had these twenty years together, and now we're gonna have like whatever the next adventure is. Absolutely. Um, and you're better for it. <laughs> makes it sound so easy. I know divorce is not easy no, yeah. by any means, Absolutely. but but I just I think that I think that there you know when you think about it being just different phases of life. It's like, it's okay to have been married and then, you know, and then it, it still has a lot of value for the time, that time. In the same sense, you haven't been divorced, but you did date other men before we were together. And you, would you eradicate all those relationships that you had before? Right. No way. Because I wouldn't have learned all of the things that I learned and I wouldn't have come to our relationship. Yep. With as many skills as I came 
yeah. with. And sometimes they're or knowing what I hard like. skills or scars or yeah. whatever that were like, oh man, but I'm I'm on my guard for that or I'm not going to go through that again. Um, I feel the same way. I'm, right. I went through some tough breakups and tough relationships and sad times, depressing days, but I wouldn't I wouldn't go back and say I would I would get rid of that because I think it it kind of just defines who you are. Yeah. Um. I when I think about like the movies and stuff, uh-huh. like when I when I used to watch them before, you know, when I was younger and kind of you know a little more pliable and um, a little more believing in romance, romanticizing all of this. Um, I would watch it and I would just be like, wow, what a beautiful story. And now I watch it and I'm like, oh, BS. Because <laughs> you've got 12 years of marriage. Whatever. <laughs> like, and, and I don't even find it romantic anymore. I'll tell so you silly. like what I do find romantic is like those <sighs> like scenes in, you know, whatever. This is 40 or like just silly movies where. Or moments where you and I realize, oh my God, we're both literally like, I am wearing your sweatshirt and I am also wearing like a t-shirt of your, like we're literally wearing all of the The same same outfit or, you know, where like, I don't know, just silly, dumb stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That to me is now is more romantic romantic, than you showing up outside with a bouquet of flowers yep. or you yep. know you like and those things even then were me taking it from a playbook a like i didn't i didn't i didn't like oh i'm i'm always the flower guy it's like i yeah. probably saw it in a movie and i'm like that's what you do right <laughs> and i don't even know if you liked flowers or right. going out to fancy dinners or whatever we did in the beginning but i guess what i'm what i'm getting at is that my idea of what what romance is mm-hmm. and what love is has changed mm-hmm. and i think i remember learning in college cuz i took fluffy communication classes where yes. you learn about like different types of yeah. communication and love. Um, but I do remember learning about how there are different types of love. There's the friendship love. There's, uh, you know, love where you depend on one another for an arrangement. Um, there's the uh, romantic love. There's, you know, which is what we call the honeymoon period. Yep. And there's infatuation, you mm-hmm. know, um, which is just when you're, you know, so attracted to the person, but you may not even know anything about them. And that's not even maybe even real love. I guess it's whatever you want to call it. But I think about how there are just so many different types of love. And then there are so many different types of personalities. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that our personalities and our interests and are ever changing. And I just kind of feel like. My God, there are a, a, an insane amount. Uh, like, think about a matrix of uh, the billions of different combinations. And so I just don't even, I don't think that you can say like one love is the true kind of love. And I don't think you can say one love is the right kind of love. Or um, I don't think you could give it labels like that. I think we are just going through these relationships together. They are ever changing. We are ever changing yeah. in them. Big time. And man, we're just lucky if we can like find pockets of, you know, of of enough happiness to to get us through for the rest of our lives. Cheers to that. Well, okay, in that mindset then. If the reason that you and I got together 
uh, 12 years ago or 14 years ago for, for dating was because I was attractive and you were ready. 14 years later, 12 years later, what is the reason you want to stay in this marriage? I want to stay in this marriage because I we have built something together and I think the the positives always outweigh the negatives, the pros always outweigh the cons. Um and um I mean I just think about I'm going to butcher this quote, but it's a it's a beautiful uh, thought that like there is no perfect marriage, it's just two people that refuse to give up. Yep. So will we go through rough times? Have we gone through rough times? Yes. And will we continue? Yes. You know, and, and Esther Perel talking about there being, you know, you're going to have more than one marriage in your life. Will you choose to have it with the same person? Mm. So I think we're going to go through more, you know, battles where we're like, all right, do I want to like something screw- we screwed up? And we're in a bad place. Do we want to continue with each other or do we want to continue with somebody else yeah. or by ourselves? And I I think so far, every time we've come to a juncture like that, we've decided that we want to continue our marriage with each other. And so I think that's what makes me want to keep in this is that just we haven't given up yet and I don't plan on giving up. So that's it. I love it. Love what about it. you? I don't. <laughs> Why do you want to stay with me? I'm a pain in the butt sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I want to stay with you? I mean, uh, similar to what you said, at this point, 12 years later, married, we have built a home. We have built a family with two small children that you and I are immensely proud of. I, I'm genuinely excited for time with you. I love you, and I, 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 I just think you're fun, and I think you're funny, and I like. You like when I ask you financial questions. <laughs> it makes, that. makes me feel real smart, <laughs> um, especially ones that I can answer. Um, no, I, I'm excited, almost like looking towards the future a little bit of when we get more time with each other, because I think you and I have a genuine good time together, and that was also something that I found right away when we were 26 is that we were laughing a lot and we were playing a lot and goofing around a lot. Mm-hmm. And that was fun. Um, and you know, when you have kids and you get married and you get jobs and you got bills and stuff like that, you, you, you go, you get a little serious. Um, and I'm good at getting serious, but I also really enjoy goofing around and playing with you and, and as the kids fun. get older, we'll have more time for that. Yeah, I mean, our kids are 10 and 8 right now, and there's still a, a little bit of, you know, there's still a good amount of parenting that's required to just even get them out the door in the morning. But over the next few years, it's going to get to that point where maybe they're making their own breakfast and they've got plans with their buddies. And then as they get closer to their late teens, it's going to be like, all right, we got a lot more time on our hands and yeah, I'm excited for that. Well, what about when you see like the hot new thing that walks down the street and you know, Harmony don't jiggle jiggle. Folds. <laughs> Wait, what You want to see her wiggle wiggle bow show. What what happens what, when I how, see an attractive woman yeah, on the street? Yeah, like how are you going to like 
still want to be married to me. Like it is counterintuitive. It is. I mean, I'm I'm going to be I'll be practical with my answer right on instead of being like, well, you're, you're with yeah, me forever, yeah. right? I'm, I'm, I mean, I mean, I, don't, I guess I don't, I don't, I'm not being disingenuous, but yeah, like the romanticized answer is we've built something together and it's beautiful and I don't want to mess that up. I love it. I love our connection. I love our family. I love our kids. I love this home. I love everything we've done together. And to me, to go after some jiggle jiggle <laughs> would ruin all of that. It really would. Now, does that mean that I'm not attracted to other women? No, that would be a lie to you. And you're this. I hopefully you would agree that you, when you see a good looking man, you're not like, well, that's that's garbage. I don't look at men. You know, I mean, we're human, right? Yeah. Maybe more so for men. Zach Efron. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> to clear my throat. <laughs> She's got a little tech Efron in her throat. Um, um, boy, that sounded dirty. <laughs> that's, that's what she said? <laughs> oh my God. Whoops. <laughs> um, but, okay, you know, it's funny because like, you, they don't. That's the part they don't show in the blockbuster movies. Yeah. Is blockbuster even? Why am I saying that word? You're I've now from the said 90s, that word bro. two times, and like yeah. anybody well, under the age before, of thirty is going to be like, "What's?" I think blockbuster? before blockbuster video, yeah, it was a term like oh. block, like a blockbuster movie. Like uh-huh. I don't know why. What is a block? And a I buster? have a no. Why are they idea. busting blocks? I Who's blocking blocking busters or busting blocks? Anyway, another thing you guys need to send us, what's a blockbuster? Where did that word come from? I'm sure. Anyway. But anyway, like the thing they don't show in the movies Mm -hmm. is like, so Romeo and Juliet, like what if they didn't die? Mm -hmm. Is So what you're going to show us 10 years later when they're like fighting over like turning off the lights because the electricity bill's too high? Like. That's a no movie. No one wants to see that. That's a movie. What do you mean? I'd watch that movie. What movie? If they didn't die, how would they get divorced? Oh, it'd be the most boring movie in the entire world. Uh, for a it'd 40 be year like, old? Now Romeo's obsessed with some other chick, <laughs> and Juliet's like at home and with yep. three After kids. After she's had three kids, she's put on a little weight, maybe has a little postpartum from the, the third one, and he doesn't want to talk to her. You know, I, this yeah. is my thing with movies. It's, you know, they'll do something or say mm-hmm. something. And then you don't see the awkward silence afterwards because they cut to the next scene. They take out all the stuff that makes life, life. Well, the same reason that it's boring for a movie, that's the same reason people would just like just get disengaged in marriage too. Yeah. Which is sad. Right. Because there's lots of most awkward of in between time. Most of marriage, most of life is like the 98% they don't show in movies. Like, don't you love when somebody like has this great speech in a movie and they like tell someone off and then yeah. they leave the room and then they just cut to the next scene. But if you think about it, what would happen in that room after that person leaves? Everyone's going to be like, what the hell was that? What was that person talking mm-hmm. about? They're going to be talking about that person. It's mm-hmm. going to be awkward. Yep. That person leaving is going to feel weird when they're walking out of the room. It's going to mm-hmm. be like weird silence as they like walk to the door. Like they just cut all that out. It's not blockbuster they, video worthy. No. <laughs> But do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. That's that's, that's the what real. so much of marriage is. It is. It's like not the romantic stuff. Exactly. Sorry to all the young people that might be listening I to know. this. But do you know what? 
it's romance I don't changes. Know. Though I you feel, described it, you said the 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 what is romantic it's at twenty five or twenty six is much different than forty something. Uh, in, in my a, opinion, in like it's more genuine. It like is it's more like genuine. when we like do something stupid where we're you know in the kitchen and like taking turns like kicking our legs up in the air and and making these dumb poses and taking (laughs) pictures of it and then looking at the pictures and zooming in at how dumb our faces look that is so much more genuinely awesome and fun and romantic the italian restaurant with roses exactly Exactly, than some like i don't know like i don't know so i agree as much as it may sound like it's not as cool or fun or you know sexy in my opinion it is because it's more real i'm hearing you say that you're more in love with me now at 40 than you were at 26 at times (laughs) (laughs) damn i was trying to go for the full romantic ending (laughs) bringing it back with the realism Right. Should we do some takeaways? Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, you want you want to start? My sure. Um, I guess my first key takeaway would be, you know, love is super complicated. Like there is not one definition of it. There are so many different types of love and what you bring to the table. The person that you bring to the table when you meet is not the same person 10 20, 30 years later, there are so many different moving parts that I don't think love is like this entity that you can like define. I think that it is an ever changing um, combination of combination of um, feelings and personality traits that are just constantly moving, shifting, changing, and it's a delicate balance. So. That's my first key takeaway is that love is not something finite. It's a piece of energy, ball of energy moving around at all times. (laughs) Alms and amps, right? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, I would say key takeaway number two for me is I think it's uh, the reason to get together and the reason to stay together doesn't always have to be this picture book blockbuster video romantic version some of it can be practical some of it can be out of convenience some of it can be out of what you've built together as a family and now there's always room for romance and there's always room for uh you know all of that but it's okay if the reasons that you're together are of convenience or or what you built together and and I think that I think finding that balance between romanticism and practicality is uh is healthy. That's a good point. I can think of some very um electric mm-hmm. um relationships mm-hmm. that I've seen, you know, my friends mm-hmm. you know have had these intense mm-hmm. relationships that don't last. Yeah. And I've also seen some very practical relationships mm-hmm. that have been married for 50 yeah. years. Sure. So yeah. like, yeah, there's not, it's okay. The yes. different reasons, the different, yeah, that's a good point. And there's, and there's reasons that practical relationships might fizzle out too, where it's sure. like, 
oh, this is, I feel like we just do the same thing over and over again. Like, give me some, give me some excitement. Or you how know? about if you marry somebody for money and then they lose all their money? Totally. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, but that's a that's, practical reason to get married, right? But that's not to say that while they were married and mm-hmm. the, the money was flowing, that it wasn't a good relationship at that time, you sure. know? So it can, that's, I like that flow. I'm not discounting that, you know, no, I think no, that there can, be, there, Absolutely. Can, there can be a good, as long as both parties are benefiting from it and are aware of the pros and cons, I think it can and be. And having honesty in it too, you know. Like, it can be a healthy relationship yeah. in my opinion. Do you have a three? So my third is just going to be, you know, the quote about, um, about, you know, relationships. There is no such thing as a perfect relationship. It's just two people that refuse to give up. I love that. That's a great, that's a great quote. Esther Pearl? Uh, no, that one's not Esther Pearl. I don't know who the heck that is. And it's probably like, I don't know, probably more beautiful if you actually Google it and find out the exact verbiage, but you're beautiful. That's, eh, thanks. <laughs> that's like blockbuster romance. Me like, with the beautiful? Yeah. You are beautiful though. Tell me that I, uh, like stink, but you still love me. That's real romance. <laughs> You don't stink. Okay. Um, or you know what? Here's a great here's a great example. Let's just keep a close with this one. Sure. There was this moment um, a couple months ago where we were sitting in front of the window downstairs on the couch, um, the window that has the great light. Yeah. And you were like looking at me longingly with your beautiful eyes, and like I thought, like I thought, what was going through your mind was, "Wow, this woman! I can't believe I." I have this woman in my life. She's so gorgeous. And you were just like looking at me with this, you know, look in your eyes. I was like feeling very beautiful at the mm-hmm. moment. You know, I'm like, damn, I must look good in this light. <laughs> and then you reach over with your hand and I think you're going to like grace my face. And then you pinch under my chin and pull out a black hair. <laughs> and you're like, got it. And I'm like, oh. You know, I was horrified, but that to me was true love. And we cracked up and I felt happy and I felt like that was honestly to me, that's more romantic than if you would have looked at me and said, darn, you're beautiful. You know, I would have been like, oh, cool. Thanks. But you taking care of me in that way and being able to pluck a hair from my face while still loving me and thinking I'm beautiful. That to me is real romance. So thanks. I love it. I I can't even add anything to that. That's such a good story. (laughs) Oh, cheers, baby. And thank you everybody for listening to our wild rantings about uh, marriage and uh, why we actually got married. If you have any, Comments or questions, please send us a note at Marriage Kids of Money on Instagram or marriagekidsofmoney.com slash voicemail. And if you like what you hear and you want to support us with a bottle of wine, you can go to marriagekidsofmoney.com slash wine and we will drink it and talk about you. We and, might buy uh, some seltzer. We might buy some seltzer, some hard seltzer. But thank you. And uh, Nicole would love to say hi to Carlos, of course. Hi, Carlos. There you go. I hope you're doing well, man. Thank you for sending all the positive messages. We are rocking the show um we like it a lot but a lot of it's partly for you um and uh we'll keep it going everybody thank you very much for your support and we'll see you next time cheers baby happy friday happy Happy summer yay